Hey, welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok. We're Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle, for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings, they are at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone & Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, you sent me this. Uh, this audio from Delaney Walker really sounding off uh, with what I think we both can say it's a ridiculous take. Zach's got other words to describe the Delaney Walker audio, but the video was created by F Words Pods, but they got it from the Sirius XM NFL radio show. So we'll go ahead and get right to it. Here is Delaney Walker when asked, why does he want to play again? What's the motivation behind playing again in what would be his age 37-year-old season in the NFL. Here's uh, the back and forth. I sit back and see a guy that's accomplished all that you have. Kirk mentioned the three Pro Bowlers, three Pro Bowls, 14 years. You played one game in 18. You played seven in 19. You sat out last year. Well, what motivates you to want to play even more games going forward? Uh, just, man, I, man, I want to win a Super Bowl, honestly. I feel like that that helps you in, in your status as you retire in this game. And it's sad that that's something that you you got to have um, to be recognized sometimes. And again, me being in, in Tennessee, I hate to say this, that hurts my value in any type of uh, awards or accolades because I did play in Tennessee. And you can look at some of the greats like Eddie George, uh, Steve McNair, and, and them guys just not being getting them coached yet, and uh, it's because they didn't win a Super Bowl and they played in Tennessee. So I'm try. I look at it if I can win a Super Bowl, maybe that'll help me and uh, see if we can go from there. You know, I, I find it so interesting, and I, and I I love the honesty. In what way will it help you, other than legacy, which I think we all understand? But Delaney, in fairness, you know, outside of the quarterback position, a wide Julio Jones may retire without a Super Bowl. We're not going to look at him any differently. You know what I mean? So. So, so what? in what way do you think it helps you? Why are you so well, motivated by just that? Well, you say Julio, but he played in Atlanta. Look at Atlanta and their fan base. Look at the, the, the type of players that played in Atlanta and look where they at. Now, when I say when you play in an organization like Nashville, it's because it's so small. Our fan base is not as great as some of these organizations that are the players that play that day. They ain't great in them organizations. They get them accolades. But when you play in Tennessee, not a lot of you don't get prime time, you don't get prime time games. You don't get a lot of people seeing your games, but you don't get mentioned a lot. So sometimes you don't get brought up in these conversations. But when you have a Super Bowl ring, they bring you up in these conversations. So there's Delaney Walker's comments right there on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Uh, you, <laughs> uh, Danny says, imagine having 6,000 career yards and thinking you're good enough for the Hall of Fame. Laughable. Dom says, that's not why they don't won't get coached, though. And Steph says, kind of an asinine comment by Delaney. So there's a lot to unpack here, right, Zach? Because 
there's a lot of different shots taking it, it, You know, Daniel says Atlanta Falcons don't have fans either. Horrible example. <laughs> and now Julio Jones is with the Titans, ironically. So I don't know if that's why the host brought up Julio Jones or not. Dion says, well, he's not lying. Uh, and Devin says, weird sounds kind of butter. So that's everything that Delaney Walker said. What's your initial reaction here, Zach? Well, a Super Bowl helps everything, right? A, a Super Bowl does not hurt. A Super Bowl does help. But it's more than just a Super Bowl. It truly is when it comes to not only the tight end position, but it comes to a a, a career-long view of what you have done in this league. And Delaney Walker, a Super Bowl would not help Delaney Walker be a Hall of Famer. I've gone on this show. I like Delaney. He was one of my favorite guys to talk to in the locker room. And I thought that he was honest and truthful in the locker room. Now, he, he wasn't in the locker room just then because that, I think he's lying to himself. I do think Delaney Walker is delusional in his mindset and thought process on how to get to the Hall of Fame as a tight end. And the fact of the matter is Delaney Walker is not a Hall of Famer, and he never will be. If he comes back and wins the Super Bowl, still will not be a Hall of Famer. He doesn't have the numbers. I'll give you a great example. And I thought the host did a very good job to push back on the yeah. Julio Jones comment. And I think I would have gone a little bit step further and say, Antonio Gates, probably on his way to the Hall of Fame, and he never won a Super Bowl. That, so, and he dominates when it talks about the, the statistic column between Delaney and Antonio Gates. I mean, he had 116 touchdown catches in his career, Antonio Gates did, while Delaney Walker – had 36. So like the discrepancy just in that category tells you a lot. And I, I think he's just scrapping to try to get back on a team. And I've said it, and this is the cold, hard truth, guys. Delaney Walker had a career-ending injury. That's what it is. It's unfortunate, but that seven-hour game in Miami was probably the demise of Delaney Walker's NFL career. And I hate that. But – I think those are the facts. Uh, Kelkin says Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten, also without Super Bowls. <laughs> so like Tony okay. Gonzalez, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that's exactly what he said. So here's my first reaction: is oh, so the only reason you want to win a Super Bowl is because it helps your status, not just because you want to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> like that was that's like is this not like the the bad type of why you want a Super Bowl? The selfish reason, not because you want to be a part of a team that gets back to the Super Bowl and wins it because Delaney played in one uh, and he just didn't win it because that was the Super Bowl where the lights went off and the Ravens ended up being the Niners. Delaney was in that game. But it's just so very – the whole thing is very strange. And I do understand why Delaney has a chip on his shoulder at this point in his life and his career. He's frustrated. He's frustrated because, look, the first six years of his career, he was in the shadows of Vernon Davis playing special teams and fullback and kick returner. Then he comes to Nashville. He makes three straight Pro Bowls, which is legit. He was a legit stud on this team and in this city. And then he had the injury. He was not able to return from it, and he still thinks he can play. So I understand why he's got a chip on his shoulder, but he's going about things in a very strong way. Or, or in a very strong uh, manner, but weird manner as well. Well, and he's he's like burning bridges that he does not need to burn. Now, I, I think well, Titans fans will eventually get over the comments, but 
don't attack the fan base that embraced you at the end of your career. Like, I do believe that the Titans fan base, Delaney Walker was a fan favorite. They love Delaney. Hell, a week ago, Titans fans are trying to get Delaney back on the damn team. I don't know if their mindset has changed since then, but I just didn't understand. You can call a spade a spade when it comes to the Tennessee Titans as a small market, but I do not think that the Hall of Fame committee has a vendetta against Tennessee Titans. I don't think that's the case. Right, right. So I think they look at the numbers and say, are you worthy? And the Hall of Fame in the NFL, and I, I would push everybody watching this right now, sometime today, go to the Hall of Fame website and actually look at how many players are in. This is a very exclusive Hall of Fame, and it always has been. And I love that. And more quarterbacks will get in because of the era that we just kind of came out of with the Drew Breeses, the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Man, all that. But it's an exclusive group. There are not a lot of tight ends in the Hall no, of Fame. No, that and position so just doesn't warrant it. Yeah. You can't squawk and try to get in with your, your words. You have to get in with what you did on the field. Super Bowl or not Super Bowl. And Delaney Walker does not have those. All right, so let's ask this question. Uh, if Delaney Walker wins a Super Bowl, would he be a Hall of Fame tight end? Let's ask that question. If if he wins a Super Bowl, would he be a Hall of Fame tight end? But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Mandu and Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free right there at that website, Mandu.com. It is a 15-minute workout for full-body electronic muscle stimulation that simulates over five hours in the weight room, guys. Try it out. If you have fitness goals you're trying to reach and you don't know how to get there, maybe you feel like you've plateaued, maybe you can't get that next level in your fitness, or maybe you just want to start somewhere. Mandu is where to go to achieve your fitness goals, wherever they might be, wherever you might be starting from, at mandu.com. Your first workout's free. Uh, Cards Titans Grizz says, this may be the worst question you've ever asked. Well, I know. We'll ask this. Well, there's a reason why. And yeah. we'll play the clip again. We're not asking the question. Delaney's asking the question. So we will hear the clip again, and you'll understand the reason why we asked this, because we're basically asking the fans for Delaney's sake. But make sure you download the app. Uh, It is our title sponsor of the morning show, BetMGM. Use that promo code right there, ATOZ Sports. It is the king of sports books. You can download the app today and enjoy playing and betting on some of your favorite teams BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So, uh, you know, Cards Titans Grizz says this is the worst question you've ever asked. So, why did we ask this question? Because the question is if Delaney Walker wins a Super Bowl, uh, would he be a Hall of Fame tight end? So, Zach, I'll let you answer the question or, or the comment, respond to uh, Cards Titans Grizz here. Well, it's all no's from the, the chat, but here's the yeah. reason why. I want to play this one more time if you're just joining us. This is what Delaney Walker. He went on uh, XM Radio, and this is this is why we're asking, because Delaney believes he's a Super Bowl away from possibly being in the conversation. Case, making being, a yeah, case. Being in the conversation. Said, yeah. Making yeah. a case for being a Hall of Fame tight end. This is what Delaney had to say. I sit back and see a guy that's accomplished all that you have. Kirk mentioned the three Pro Bowlers, three Pro Bowls, 14 years. You played one game in 18. You played seven and 19. You sat out last year. Well, what motivates you to want to play even more games going forward? 
Uh, just, man, I, I want to win a Super Bowl, honestly. I feel like that that helps you in, in your status as you retire in this game. And it's sad that that's something that you you got to have um, to be recognized sometimes. And again, me being in, in Tennessee, I hate to say this, that hurts my value in any type of uh, awards or accolades because I did play in Tennessee. And you can look at some of the greats like Eddie George, uh, Steve McNair, and, and them guys just not being getting them coached yet. And uh, it's because they didn't win a Super Bowl and they played in Tennessee. So I'm try- I look at it, if I can win a Super Bowl, maybe that'll help me and uh, see if we can go from there. You know, I, I find it so interesting, and, I, and I, I love the honesty. In what way will it help you, other than legacy, which I think we all understand? But Delaney, in fairness, you know, outside of the quarterback position, a wide Julio Jones may retire without a Super Bowl. We're not going to look at him any differently. You know what I mean? So, so what? In what way do you think it helps you? Why are you so well, motivated by just that? Well, you say Julio, but he played in Atlanta. Look at Atlanta and they fan base. Look at the the, the type of players that played in Atlanta. And look where they at. Now, when I say when you play in an organization like Nashville, it's because it's so small. Our fan base is not as great as some of these organizations that are the players that play that day. They're great in them organizations. They get them accolades. But when you play in Tennessee, not a lot of you don't get contact. You don't get primetime games. You don't get a lot of people seeing your games. So you don't get mentioned a lot. So sometimes you don't get brought up in these conversations. But when you have a Super Bowl ring, they bring you up in these conversations. All right, so the question is, uh, if Delaney Walker wins a Super Bowl, would he be a Hall of Fame-level tight end? Uh, We just got no, LOL. No, LOL, no. Uh, Corey says negative. Kivo says nope. I'm just trying to find all the different ways that no was said. Like, no, 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 no. (laughs) probably not. No, not even close. Flat out, no. Brandon says no, and it's the 49ers' fault, which is interesting. Uh, negative. Hell no. Love Delaney Walker, but no, not a Hall of Famer. Uh, let's see. Steven says, no, the Hall of Fame is rigged to tight ends. I don't know if it's rigged to tight ends. It's just the tight end position has changed so much over the last 10 years that it hasn't caught up yet, right? Like there's a log jam of wide receivers trying to get into the Hall of Fame right now. And you can't just let all of everybody in at the same time. You have to kind of sort through them. I think the tight end position will be that way. The next five to 10 years of the hall of fame, you'll start to see more of these tight ends getting represented, but there's going to be a lot of head to head battles and conversation between, you know, one guy who's worthy and the next is just who gets in first. Well, so three guys come to mind and there are only nine hall of fame tight ends. Now let that sink in. They're in the history of NFL football. There are only nine NFL Hall of Fame tight ends. Dave Casper, Mike Ditka, Tony Gonzalez, John Mackey, Ozzie Newsome, Charlie Sanders, Shannon Sharp, Jackie Smith, and Kellen Winslow Sr., not junior. Definitely not junior. <laughs> there are three guys that come to mind that are probably in the next, as you said, the five-year mark. And I agree with that. I think that's... Uh, that makes a lot of sense because the evolution of the position over the last decade, I think three guys. Jimmy Graham comes to mind, Antonio Gates comes to mind, and Rob Gronkowski come to mind before Delaney Walker even enters my brain. 
Delaney Walker's not a Hall of Famer. It doesn't matter. He doesn't have the stats. I mean, you just call you call a spade a spade. He only had it less than six thousand career receiving yards, and he only had thirty six touchdowns. I mean, Gronk had eighty six touchdowns and uh, eighty four hundred. I mean, he, he's just they they are so much and greater. Many, and, and the Super Bowls that Gronk has as being a part of that team, like the Patriots won the Super Bowls because of plays Rob Gronkowski made in those games. Now, if because our question is, if Delaney Walker wins the Super Bowl, would he be in the Hall of Fame conversation or would he be a Hall of Fame tight end? At, without playing last year and only playing in eight games over the last three years, because it was one game that he could not finish because of the injury in 2018. He played in seven games in 2019, sat out last season. So eight games in the last three years. And then at 37 to come back and play, and what would his role even be on a team if he won the Super Bowl? And how, would he win the Super Bowl as a starter, as a key cog and key contributor to the offense and a mainstay of the offense? I highly doubt it. If he's on a Super Bowl roster, he'd probably be like he was in San Francisco as a, as a smaller role player. And, and so I, that, does, that doesn't really do much to the legacy that Delaney Walker has built in Tennessee of being the, a, a, a pillar of the Titans rebuild, right? That's what Delaney is. He's a pillar of the Titans rebuild and he's very, very good and went to three straight pro bowls, probably deserved to go to four straight pro bowls, but he missed that first year, but he's not a hall of famer and it's pretty easy. Yeah. And I brought up Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham has not won a super bowl. And I think he's more likely to make a case for the hall of fame. Again, only nine tight ends. So they're not just trying to like open and, and, and let, people into this exclusive club but I think Antonio Gates Rob Gronkowski and Jimmy Graham have a better opportunity as a tight end to get in to the Hall of Fame Jason Witten and Jason Witten yeah, there you and, go and no, no uh, Super Bowls there there's four and, well, and, and I don't what, think all four will get in I think well, <laughs> and that's not even counting like Travis Kelsey is on his way to being a Hall of Famer. He has to continue. Yeah. Yes, for sure. He's on his way though. He is breaking records of at the tight end position that and he's just going to continue to put up numbers as long as he is healthy because of the offense that he is in with Mahomes and how they focus on Travis Kelsey to drive that offense because Delaney Walker was not an all-pro he was not he was a pro bowler but he was also playing in the same conference as Kelsey as Gronk so it was a battle for Delaney Walker to even make the pro bowl in his own conference let alone be a hall of famer which which means you're one of the best in your era and Delaney Walker was third best in his conference not a hall of famer so Ryan brings up the fan base situation i, I think this is a good this is a good discussion point because there was a lot to unpack during that interview. But Ryan says, uh, no to the Hall of Fame argument, but in the rest of it, he's not wrong. Playing in Tennessee does hurt just now getting to the third decade of having fans. Uh, so there's a building process. Ryan is in the process of passing down fandom to his 13- and 7-year-olds. Right. The fan base has to grow, and that will make playing here more relevant. What do you think about Ryan P. French's comment? So I'm glad he brought that up because I have uh, areas where Delaney Walker was right and then areas where he was blatantly wrong. So I'm going to go through my list of where Delaney was right and where he was wrong. But first, I tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. 
Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The all-new Palisade, which is their full-size SUV. They've got the four-door sedan, the one that I have, which is the the Hyundai Sonata. I absolutely love it. No problems, no issues. That's the best part. It's a reliable, fuel-efficient car. They have the Elantra and the Santa Fe. They have you covered in stock, but you got to check out that Palisade. Both Austin and I have test-driven this car. It is unreal. It is the real deal. You've got third row seating. You've got bucket seats, captain seats. They've got all the bells and whistles and the technology. Uh, Bluetooth. I mean, uh, Apple CarPlay. They got you hooked up right there at the uh, at the Hyundai Palisade. And you can get it in different colors. This thing for a great price. Pain bonus team. Make sure you give them a call or go online. Look at the inventory at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app. Use this code today, ATOZ Sports. You get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks on your first deposit with your first bet. That's a great way to jumpstart your bankroll at BetMGM is using the code ATOZ Sports. Again, a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. NBA Finals game uh, six tomorrow. Elimination game. Uh, for the first time in this series, and we've got uh, A to Z sports picks to help you out tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon for great picks on that game with Allen and Brian there. De- uh, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old. It must be president of Tennessee. And for gambling prompt support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Here talking about Delaney Walker's comments uh, over the weekend on Sirius XM NFL Radio, where he was right, where he was wrong. I'll start off where... He was right because it's a shorter list. He is right about the lack of volume of the Titans fan base. Like he he used the word great when when the host came back and said Julio Jones, Delaney mistakenly, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit, used the Atlanta fan base uh, when talking about the Titans fan base, and he used the word great. But he is right about. Uh, about the Titans fan base not being deep enough or big enough to help carry the weight for a player's profile. And he's right there. The Atlanta Atlanta is not a good fan base. It might be bigger in numbers, but it's not as good as the Titans fan base is when it comes to level of passion. So he is right about the lack of volume of fan base. He's also right about the care and the attention that the Titans get on a national level when it comes to people outside of the market paying attention to them. There's not a lot of primetime games. We talk about this every year when the schedule comes out. That We always predict the Titans to get you know, three or four primetime games. They usually get one less than what we predicted. They usually deserve more, but they don't get it because of the Tennessee Titans and they're playing a smaller market when it comes to the NFL, even if Nashville is booming as a city. So those are the areas he was right about. What's your reaction to that, Zach? Well, it will go into our conversation, but isn't Derek Henry proving that wrong? Um, I mean, and 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 I say this based on what Delaney was speaking of, which is player getting into Hall of Fame. If you have a great enough player, you can overcome. And yes, I will never compare Nashville as a football market to Chicago or Dallas or Green Bay. Like I'm not doing that, but. A player can supersede some of these things that he's mentioning about the fan base. And so that's where I think that he's wrong. Is it doesn't matter. Oh, he's wrong about a lot of things. But but 
but Delaney, Delaney's not even a tweener Hall of Famer. We've established that. We've got four guys we've named above Delaney Walker. So, like that, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter in the conversation. If you're trying to say that Titans have a small market fan base, yeah, but you're not telling us we didn't anything we don't Titans fans would even say that. We just had Ryan P. French explain that it is a smaller and it takes time. But that's not the conversation. This is about player getting to Hall of Fame. Because I know of a it's fan not a conversation, base. but you know, but Delaney brings it up. You know, I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about this, saying that Delaney's not wrong. But, but he is comes, wrong. I just told you why he's wrong. Okay, Zach, Jesus, calm down. I, I this whole thing is me saying where he was right and where he was wrong. He was. You right asked to, me if he was right or wrong. Or I asked you how you felt about my two areas of that where Dwayne was right about the fan base not being that big and nobody caring about Nashville uh, outside of Nashville. Like that's uh, as it going, relates to getting into Hall of Fame, uh, that doesn't matter. That's my statement. So where he was wrong is that Delaney Walker brings up two examples of Steve McNair and Eddie George. Steve McNair and Eddie George were great players in the NFL, but their overall production and their overall stats with the lack of a Super Bowl keeps them out of the conversation and barely on, barely even in the fringe of the conversation is because they just did not put up the numbers. Delaney Walker also did not put up the numbers uh, of – of a Hall of Fame deserving player. What Delaney Walker is, is a former Pro Bowl tight end. And that's awesome. If you're a former Pro Bowl tight end, then great. That is what you were. But you're nothing more than that. And I'm sorry, like, Delaney Walker was a lot of things. He was a pillar of the Titans rebuild. He was incredible in the community and did a lot of work around the city of Nashville. He was a fantastic teammate. He helped the Titans win football games, but the one thing he's not is a Hall of Fame tight end. And that's okay if Delaney Walker is fine with it, but it, it makes me feel weird to hear Delaney Walker say, yeah, I want to win a Super Bowl because it'll help my status after I retire. Not just because I want to win a Super Bowl, like, if he was asked what motivates you to come back and play, and he goes, I want to win a Super Bowl, then I was like, hell yeah, Delaney, of course you want to win a Super Bowl. But because it helps your status, that that just kind of hits me wrong. Yeah, and I, look, maybe, you know, and I think you go back to where Delaney Walker is and the unfortunate events that happened at the end of his career, right? And I think... Delaney Walker was at, at times a great football player, right? I mean, we're not denying that. And his career got, I think, cut short in his mind because of an unfortunate circumstance, right? He broke his leg, broke his ankle, and he he never recovered from that. The following year, he had an opportunity to rehab and get back, and he couldn't. Physically, they shut him down midway through the season. I remember it distinctly. Then COVID hit, right? And less opportunity came his way because of age and injury based on that. And now it just seems like uh, I, I think that the career is done. I, I predicted that he will not play on a team. Maybe he proves uh, 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 me wrong on that this year. But I, I think he was kind of in his feelings in this in this interview. Looking back in his career, being frustrated with not getting opportunity and saying what he aspires to be. But aspiring to be is not necessarily what you are, which I think you you said that very eloquently, which is 
He's a Pro Bowl tight end. He's not a Hall of Fame tight end. Yeah, I view Delaney Walker and Jarrell Casey on the same level. Great players in this in, in this, a rebuild in this market when this market and fan base needed it. They were they were great citizens. They were awesome to the fans and in the community, doing a lot of help to rebuild and resurrect a a franchise that was sucking so bad for a majority of the time. <clears throat> Getting to Pro Bowls, representing the Titans logo in those Pro Bowls well. Delaney was a Pro Bowl MVP, not that that matters, but he got a car out of it. But uh, Jarrell Casey and Delaney Walker are the same guys. It, it, their careers mirror each other minus the time in San Francisco. But it got they, they were Pro Bowl-level players on a smaller market team that helped that team dig out of the dungeon. Yeah, so Josh brings up, I think, our next conversation because he says, I don't see how you can say Tennessee ruined his chance for a Hall of Fame. Tennessee is what gave him a career. I, I mean, I think Josh brings up a point. So here's the question. Does playing in Nashville for the Titans hurt your case to make the Hall of Fame? I think this is a really good question because there's a lot of ways that you can answer it. We've talked about Delaney's mindset and feeling based on this question. I think I've kind of shown my hand a little bit on what I think. Also, I'm curious to see what you think and have to say about this question. Yeah. And more importantly, what the chat yeah. has to say about if does playing in Nashville for the Titans hurt your case to make the Hall of Fame in the NFL. Yeah, real quick, let me tell you about Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org. Whenever a injury happens in life, you need to know who to turn to, who to trust when it comes to your recovery, your surgery that you might need, your rehab. All of it is right there at the Bone and Joint Institute in Franklin. Their state-of-the-art facility does everything. The clinics, the testing, the imaging, the surgery center, and the rehab facility. Like normally, like you have to go to like eight different places to go to all these different things, get a second opinion or whatever it might be. But at Bone and Joint, they've got over a dozen doctors who specialize in anything that could go wrong with your body and know how to fix it. And they've been doing it for a long, long time, and they're very good at it. And the rehab facility is awesome as well, run by a former uh, NFL offensive lineman too. Boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today, and this is the best thing. You get a risk-free $600 bet for new users with using that promo code ATOZ Sports. New users, jump on in there. Still got game six of the NBA Finals right around the corner. Risk-free bet up to $600. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports and download the app today. All right, so here's the question we want to ask. A lot of comments have already come flying in. Does playing in Nashville for the Titans hurt your case to make the Hall of Fame? So uh, I'm going to try to to get to the top of these comments to read them all, uh, or as many as I possibly can. Uh, Kenneth says, for borderline Hall of Fame candidates, yes. Henry, as an example, is on his way without question. Josh says, the Titans franchise is still new compared to other teams because of the fact uh, it doesn't have uh, the history like other franchises, I say, yes, it does hurt your chances to make the Hall of Fame. D says, is Chris Johnson a Hall of Famer in y'all's eyes? 2,000-yard rusher, never had less than 1,000 in a season. Well, I guess he did later in his career, but in, in, in Nashville, the Titans never had lower than 1,000 yards in a season. Uh, that's What do you think about that real quick before we move on about the Chris Johnson conversation because of the 2,000-yard rushing 
and everything else that goes around Chris Johnson of the success that he had. Is he, is he a hall of famer? No. And I would ask, do you know how many running backs are in the hall of fame? I don't know. You said right? nine tight ends are in, right? It is an exclusive group. I, and I will throw fullbacks in too. Between fullbacks and running backs, there are only 32 players in that group. This I, this is something that a lot of people forget about the Hall of Fame in the NFL. It is a very, very, very exclusive group. And Chris Johnson did not do enough. I think the love of the show goes to a YouTube comment that I saw earlier, and it's Michael, Michael Billington. If your talent is undeniable, then you'll get in regardless of the team. If your stats and your career are undeniable, you will get in regardless of team. And I believe that. Now, we can have a separate conversation with tweeners, but tweeners more than likely do not get in because there's only 32 combined fullbacks and running backs in the damn thing. Like, that's what you have to understand. It's very hard. They don't give just anybody with a couple of good – like Larry Johnson ain't getting in because he had that unbelievable season. He's not getting in. So that's what we have to really concentrate on is have you done enough in your career to be talked about? And if you have, then you should get in with your stats. Here's but it's really tough to. Here's a guy who is close to Chris-ish to Chris Johnson – He's got what Chris Johnson has, and that's a 2,000-yard season. Uh, but this guy actually has a Super Bowl and is not in the Hall of Fame. Jamal Lewis. <laughs> Jamal Lewis, not in the Hall of Fame. He has a 2,000-yard season, won his Super Bowl with the Ravens early in his career, but and he's got over 10,000 yards. Chris Johnson has 9,650 yards. Jamal Lewis cracked that 10,000-yard mark. Jamal Lewis is 25th all-time in rushing in the NFL. Chris Johnson is 35th all-time in rushing yards in the NFL. Now, there is one guy directly behind Chris Johnson that throws a wrench in the entire conversation, and that's Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander is behind Chris Johnson in rushing yards, but the guy was an MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe he wasn't an MVP, but he broke NFL records. He won a Super Bowl with a C. No, he lost in the Super Bowl. He was, lost he was, to the Steelers. Right. So, Sean Alexander uh, is... He a, was. Is a, he, he, was, he was the 2005 most valuable player in the NFL. That, okay. So, so, he has an MVP. So, that's not in question. Chris yeah. Johnson didn't club close. He got one MVP vote one time. <laughs> and we know that because we looked it up however many weeks ago. Right. Sean so, Alexander won the award. So, so, I'll ask you, Zach, does for you to answer the question, I don't know if you have or not, but like, does, does playing in Nashville for the Titans hurt your case and make the whole thing? No. If you're good enough, you should get in. And the one, I will say this. Delaney Walker, the one thing he got right in that entire spiel is that Super Bowls do help. That was kind of how he started his whole thing. They help. Super Bowls are always going to help, but they are not the end-all, be-all. They help. They help a good amount. They're part of the resume. It's, yeah, it's all. Yes. It's a, yes. It's a big part of the resume. But Nashville or the Titans, like I believe that Derrick Henry, and go ahead and say the stat if he leads the league in rushing this year. If Derrick Henry leads the NFL in rushing this season, that would be the third consecutive year that he would have done that. 
there are only three other players who have led the league in rushing three years in a row. The other three are in the Hall of Fame. So Derrick Henry can presumably punch his Hall of Fame ticket if he leads the league in rushing yet again. That is doing enough to get and solidify a gold jacket. That is, and and I would say Derrick Henry would have to do a little bit more after that, but that would help his case so much because when the committee is voting, there's only 32 halfbacks and fullbacks combined in this exclusive club. That's a big deal. That is that is consistency in a period where there's not a lot of bell cow backs. Now you're starting to see a little bit more with you know Zeke and Saquon Barkley and some of the other guys on, on coming up, but. Derrick Henry has dominated for three years. That is really hard to do at the running back position in this era of football. The, all right, so and now it's my turn. And he plays for Tennessee, mind you. Yeah, my turn to answer the question. So the question again, does playing a national for the Titans hurt your case to make the Hall of Fame? So my answer is no. The reason why Delaney is, is frustrated about this and the reason why he feels this way about playing for the Titans and what it did to his status nationally around the league is because he played for an organization that sucked out loud for over 10 years from 2004 to really 2016. They were either mediocre or really, really bad or just ugly, flat out bad to watch flat out. Not fun. Not any good. Of course, there was a couple Vince young moments Chris Johnson ran for 2,000 yards. They got bounced in the playoffs in San Diego, and then they couldn't get back to the playoffs uh, uh, for a while, right? But the reason why Delaney feels that way is because the Titans organization has only been around for like 22 years. And so if I'm saying the middle 12 years sucked out loud, then what else do you want? That's over half of the hit of the years the Titans have been alive not counting the Oilers. So the reason why it's hurt or it's perceived to hurt your chances is because they had, they've had bad players for the majority of it. They haven't had players who have been able to overcome the bad of the franchise for very long. Now you're seeing it. They're coming out of this, right? They're coming out of, of where they were in their bad times for the middle 12 years. They're making the playoffs. They're getting pro bowlers. They're getting recognition. And now they have a chance to go do something with it right now. They can win right now to change that perception that Delaney Walker played with. So here's something crazy. What's that? Um, out of those 12 years that you speak of, because I, I think you did bring up a very good point. Out of those 12 years, seven times they drafted in the top 10. Yeah. And if you're a top 10 draft pick, that means you're going to a team that is in the bottom third of the league. That's easy math on air. So I think and Delaney's career was squanched right there at the end of that 12 years yeah. before they got good and got any recognition for the anything. The only thing that got recognized was bad picks by Vince Young and Jake Locker and half-assed Marcus Mariota. Because uh, Mariota had the Heisman. There was hype around him because he was a top two pick coming out of Oregon. He was a known commodity, but he was soft. Hey, don't he leave was, Chance Warmack out of this, too. 
he deserves was, to be in this, right? Chance <laughs> Warmack was is a top. T- I mean, Pac-Man I'll, I'll list Jones, them all. Pac-Man Jones, he, he was a part of it. Yeah, Pac-Man Jones, Vince Young. You've got Jake Locker, Chance Warmack. Lawan was one pick outside of the top ten. Marcus Mariota, Jack Conklin was eight. Corey Davis was five. Well, the Corey Davis top ten was not their pick, so we have to. That was not why that like he that was the Rams pick, so. That's not necessarily uh, well, in the same but, conversation. But I'll throw Corey Davis in there of because course he's you will. such but a my point is, of but, a pick for but, a top five pick. But the Titans were not picking in the top five because they were bad. They were picking the top five because of the trade, which was a good trade. They just didn't get as good much trade, out of it as bad like. pick. Well, yeah, average pick. But anyway. Like, oh, so bad. it's the, not average. It's bad. <laughs> Nate it's says he was the, waiting. It's one of the worst. Right, but again, like, like it's, somebody, but it's not average. Can we admit that you you misspoke there? That was not an average pick. That was a bad pick. I don't want to get into this. Why am I doing? This? Why would I do this? Because I want you to admit that you misspoke no, by I'm not telling us average. Today, Zach. Well, I'm not, do, you, do you admit that, that it was a bad? I'm not pick? going to pre- I'm not going to allow you to pressure me into something. I'm, I'm going to stand my well, ground. I'm not going to get into this. No, I didn't. You believe that that was an average Zach, pick, I'm not, not getting a bad into this. pick. I'm not getting into yes this. Yes or no? You. I'm not getting into this with you. Stop. Well, you were wrong. Zach, I'm not doing this. Do you today. like being wrong on the show? Zach, I'm not doing this today. Okay. Just, is it a bad pick? Hey, step back. I'm not doing it, it today. It's a bad pick. I'm not doing it today. Your denial tells me it was a no, bad pick. No, I'm just not dealing with your ass today in this topic. When people are trying to say to move on, let's move on from it. Well, just admit that it was a bad I'm pick. Not, Zach, stop. Stop. Just chill. Please, we've had enough talk about Corey Davis and the uh, acknowledgement or the diagnosis of what he was. Okay, I'm not doing this today, and nobody else wants to do this well, today. Because you, 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 you recognize that you misspoke. All right, so uh, most people say that the Titans um, do not playing in Nashville and playing for the Titans does not hurt your Hall of Fame status. It can if you're a fringe guy, which McNair and Eddie George. Derek Mason, uh, Frank Whitecheck. These guys just aren't close enough to get the nod from playing in a big market, right? Like, if Steve McNair was the quarterback of the New York Giants, he probably would get that extra nudge to get at least on the ballot. I have a hot take. Okay. Here is my hot take. I think if Steve McNair wins that Super Bowl and is not a yard short and goes on and the game continues and they ended up beating Dick Vermeil and the greatest show on turf, I think Steve McNair is in the Hall of Fame. I think his murder would have probably helped him get there. And his MVP and his Super Bowl. So we talked about Sean Alexander, and I, I'm glad you brought him up because he does get kind of mixed up. But what we found out was his MVP season – got him over the edge, and in his entire career. Well, Now, McNair is competing against in quarterbacks different than running backs. Well, because let's think about this, too, because if the Titans do win that Super Bowl, and they would have had to kick the extra point to tie. like We all right. forget That's that, that would have been a win, on. right? So there would have been overtime, potentially, or who knows what would have happened. But if, if the Titans win that Super Bowl, who's the Super Bowl MVP? The way, the, Mc- game, the, way the game played out, it's Steve McNair, Steve right? McNair. So now you've got Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, league co-MVP. And then, honestly, I, I seriously think because of how he died, he would have gotten in after that. They would have put him more on a on a pedestal 
and and gotten him in after the fact. That, I, that, I agree. I, I don't disagree again, at all. He's missing two things. <laughs> like, it's the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP. And those go hand in hand based on how that game went. Yes. But and again, again, huge ifs and buts, yes, beer and right? nuts. Because who knows how the Titans organization would have been different if Kevin Dyson got there. So here, here's my next question. So Austin, we were not on the same page in the Corey Davis conversation. We are on the same page with this Steve McNair take. I would ask you this. McNair goes on to win the Super Bowl, goes to the MVP. Does Eddie George, now a Super Bowl hypothetical champion, does he get in the Hall of Fame? Man, I think Eddie's interesting because I still have the top rushers pulled up um, on my on my computer, and Eddie George is 28th all-time in rushing uh, with 10,441. So he's above 10,000. 10,000 used to be that like mark that you really needed to get to in the modern era to help you out when they had 16 games and a lot more opportunities. The crazy thing about, about Eddie George is is of how productive he was early on in his career and how he hit 5,000 or he had 1,000 yards a season, I believe, in his first five seasons, which was not done by many people. If I can count it up real quick, uh, his first, yeah, his first five seasons, he were all over 1,200 yards. <laughs> that was the stat. It was that it was like Eddie George, Eric Dickerson, and I forget who else was like the. The 1,200 yards in their first five seasons. Nobody does that, but it's this number 4.1, 3.9, 3.7, 4.1, 3.7, 3.0, <laughs> and then 3.4, 3.3, 3.3 for a career of 3.6 yards per carry. That, He's that's almost what, getting four yards a carry. That, but does a Super Bowl get Eddie George in the Hall of Fame? That's my question. Um, man, I. It, it could it would it would help get him on the ballot and on the finalists. I, I still think he would get overshadowed by a lot of people, but I also think his post NFL career of being a public figure and doing all the being a Renaissance man and doing all the things that Eddie George does would help him because he stayed relevant. I don't think that that matters. I think it matters. I, uh, I, think I when it comes to the Hall of Fame, it is such an exclusive group. So from that era of football, when you're talking about what. Uh, mid 2000, 2000 on really right now, all you're looking at is Ladanian Tomlinson from 2001 to 2011. That's the only guy from that era that's in. So my answer is no, I don't think that a Super Bowl would get Eddie in because of how exclusive it is. I do think, and I thought this was an interesting take. I don't really know what I thought think about it but when it talked about um top five i gotta go find we've had a lot of comments since then edge but, and james is in that that's a similar era to Ladanian tomlinson okay the edge was in we're, and the we're, edge won a super bowl but he yeah. also was a part of the triplet of marvin yeah. harrison Adrian james and peyton Manning. really who you're waiting on from the from that running back era from the 2010s if, or 2000s, if you want to count that as Eddie George's, was is Fred Taylor not in? Um, he won't get in. And doubt it. Yeah, Corey Dillon, same years as Eddie George. Um, Warwick Dunn. And he won't get in. Jamal Lewis. That's kind of, and then Thomas Jones, Tiki Barber, Eddie George. That Those are the names. Not, so, no. He's not going to get in because all those guys I just listed have more numbers 
than Eddie George. He's not going to get in. Okay. But the Super Bowl would change things. All right. But so, yeah. Again, and then- Eddie George would have won a Super Bowl as one of the star players and leaders of the team, where Delaney Walker's whole thing is he's trying to backdoor Super Bowl at the end of his career to help his status, which does not make logical sense to me. All right. All right. Here's a question. Who gets in the Hall of Fame first? We've talked about. Now, McNair and Eddie are not going to win a Super Bowl. They lost that Super Bowl. We're done doing hypotheticals. But who gets the Hall of Fame first? Derrick Henry... Steve McNair or Eddie George? I, I think I know what the majority of people are going to say, but I could be surprised. But who gets to the Hall of Fame first? Steve McNair, Eddie George, or Derek Henry? <laughs> real quick, real quick, Alan says, on another note, let football people vote on Hall of Famers, not these beat writers who are clueless. If you think the people who vote for the Hall of Fame are clueless because they're beat writers, Alan, that's very disrespectful to the amount of time that goes in that those beat writers who are clueless put into making a case for their players for the hall of fame that they're representing and then voting on this. These things take days around the super bowl and these beat writers who are clueless, Alan also are in charge of presenting the players from the team that they cover, meaning that they have an, an, they have vested interest in these players they're presenting. Alan, what are you talking about? Yeah, uh, it's a, there's a formula, and that's why it's so exclusive. It is very hard to get into. A lot of time, effort, and research goes into those presentations and that pitch for said player. I the, I do not think that the process is broken. I don't either. So, Zach, uh, the question is, who gets in first, McNair, Eddie George, or Derek Henry? But first, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your new hardwood floors. If you live in Middle Tennessee or that area, they can service it. Clarksville, Nashville, Brentwood, Spring Hill, Gallatin, Mount Juliet. It doesn't matter. They will make sure that you have your brand new hardwood floors. 615-448-6414. Rip up that old carpet in your house and upgrade, renovate your home. Calvin and Subtle will hook you up one to two weeks once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor. 615-448-6414. That's 615 615- 448-6414 or online at calvinandsubtle.com. Download the BetMGM app today. Use this code ATOZ Sports when you do sign up. And with your first deposit and your first bet, you'll get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks. That is the way to do it. The way to jumpstart your account is to deposit that money, place your risk-free bet. If you win it, awesome. You get all the winnings. If you lose it, you get it back in free bets to help knock away and build your bankroll on the BetMGM app. Download it today, tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock, A to Z Sports Picks with Alan Bell, Brian Edwards coming up to help you out with the NBA Finals Game 6. So get ready for that. That's tomorrow, Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, uh, right here on A to Z Sports, presented by BetMGM. So, Zach, the question, who gets in first, McNair, Eddie, or Henry? What are the comments saying? Uh, well, I've I got some questionable Comments, in my opinion, because I have my answer. Uh, Josh has Eddie George gets in first, then Henry. Uh, I don't know who Mike is saying, but he's not getting in. Um, and talking about Eddie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And, and we had Marshawn Lynch got, got brought up with that 2000 kind of-esque running backs. Yeesh. Eddie from Matt. Marshawn Lynch is, is one spot behind Eddie George, 29th all time. But does have a Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. Did he he had it for the Seahawks' first win 
over the Broncos. We all know the second one because they didn't run them. Uh, Sean says, I think Eddie has a shot, but King Henry is in his prime and continue to make his case. My answer to this question is guy on the far left. I think it's Derrick Henry or bust. I do not think Steve McNair or Eddie George will get into the Hall of Fame. And I think Derrick Henry has a much better chance based on what we talked about, maybe possibly leading the league and rushing for three straight years. That helps his case. And there's still time for the Titans to win a Super Bowl with Derrick Henry. Whether that will happen, I do not know. But Derrick Henry has the best opportunity because he is more well-known in this era of football than Steve McNair and Eddie George were. That one year was a great story. It was a storyline of the Music City Miracle, the first initial, uh, inaugural season, the run that they made, then beating Peyton Manning in Indy after their 13-3 year, and then Jacksonville beating them three straight times that season, which Jacksonville was very, very good to get to the Super Bowl. But Derrick Henry is more popular than that season. He just is. And popularity, it, it is a popularity contest when it comes to this. There is majority vote, but I think that he will have the better opportunity to calculate and aggregate the numbers for his case. We talked about Delaney not having those. My answer is Derrick Henry has the better, the best chance out of these three guys. So ironically, Derrick Henry is 100th in NFL history uh, when it comes to uh, rushing yards. So obviously he's got a lot more time to go. He's only played five years. He has 5,860 yards. So by the, by the year's end, he'll have an opportunity to really jump up into the sixties, potentially passing DeMarco Murray, who is 63 on this list uh, of rushing uh, yards in the NFL. So Derrick Henry has, he needs Look, again, I know the stat of three consecutive years of leading the league in rushing gets you into the Hall of Fame. That's what the, the league history has showed us. But he still needs to have at least three more years of really damn good running. Because that gets him – I think he needs 10,000 yards. 10,000 yards in his career uh, has me, plus leading the league in rushing again, helps him get in. I just – I think of the two older guys, I think McNair is more likely than Eddie. But I still think McNair gets in probably with that senior ballot of uh, after his like first initial 15-year window. I think he's more likely to get in after that because of what he meant. But I, I still think it's a long shot. Yeah, I think it's a long shot. I don't think he has the stats. Right. Um, but I do think when it comes to that senior-type ballot, the stats are are obviously still part of it, but other things and legacy come into that yeah. conversation. So I think the correct answer here is Derrick Henry because he's not done yet. And he's the one who has the ability to add to his resume where the other two do not. Well, and there are only 26 quarterbacks. <laughs> like you got like, it's crazy to understand how exclusive this thing is because I mean, 26, that's not in the history of the game. Now, there is a section of, you know, back in the olden days, uh, running back, quarterback, dual threat type of guy because the the era of football was different. But it's hard, man. And I, I think I would bet on Derrick Henry the rest of his career than what we already know about Eddie and Steve. 
Josh says the 99-yard run sealed it for Henry. He will be a Hall of Famer. No, dude. The 99-yard run did not do anything for Derrick Henry's Hall of Fame. It he does help the iconic play. Yes, but that like that, holds. but Josh is saying that that your run sealed the deal. Yeah. After he went 99 yards in 2018, he was a Hall of Famer. No, that was the first year that he had a thousand yards in a season after he almost lost his job to David Fulellan. <laughs> that did not seal it whatsoever. You're thinking backwards. Like, that's not how it works. But it does help the recognition. Again, going back to the very beginning conversation that we had about Delaney and small market. And I, I it makes, and that was in Tennessee, right? We all know against the Jags on Thursday night. And you look at that game and that clip has been viewed, I mean, hell, it's probably been viewed on our Facebook page millions of times. That, that That's something that Delaney doesn't have, right? And that helps your case in the Hall of Fame. Does not seal it. I agree with you, Austin. Does not seal it, but it does help your case. Uh, Nate says, tries to correct me saying Deion Lewis. No, Deion Lewis initially had the starting job. Then Derrick Henry lost snaps against the Patriots to David Fuellen, until David Fuellens tweaked his knee on a carry in that game. No, I was correct. David Fuellen was about to steal snaps from Derrick Henry at that point. And then everything changed. And Derrick Henry has become an unstoppable force in the NFL. So uh, I think we, we agree. We come to an agreement at the end of this Hall of Fame conversation that Derrick Henry is the next Titan to really get there. There's, no, there's really nobody. If McNair and Eddie George are not Hall of Fame level, there's nobody in between those guys and Derrick Henry that'll make it. It's it's just that's the gap of the Titans organization that struggled for so much. Keith Bullock, great player. No. Taylor Wan was on the right path, but then the last two years have derailed that, and he has to do a lot of big-time things to get back onto that path. Because, look, three straight Pro Bowls as a left tackle and you're 25 years old, that was the right direction, but it's changed very, very much since then. So. It's all about Derrick Henry right now. If the Titans want to get a Hall of Famer in, unless you're going to count Julio Jones, maybe. And they get their best. Yeah, well, it, they get their best opportunity to win a Super Bowl heading into this season. That's right, Javon Curse. No, Josh. Nope, Javon Curse flashing the pain, man. The, the uh, didn't didn't count Albert Hainsworth. No, not long enough. Yeah, no, not long enough. All right, it is time for bad sales job on a Monday. So get your uh, – so Zach and I will have our bad sales jobs. I, I've lost four of these in a row. I need to need to win today. But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse. Renterswarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. Just head to Renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. And they can do so many different things for your family, whether it's create extra cash flows for you and your family by renting out your property uh, and creating long-term equity, which is long-term wealth, or maybe you need somewhere to rent renterswarehouse.com the easy decision don't forget download the app today bet mgm use that promo code atoz sports for a 600 risk-free bet right there in the middle of the screen bet mgm download the app today all right zach bad sales job i need a win i believe the the current scoring is 9 12 and 2 yes you're well or i guess i'm 9 you're 12 we've tied twice Correct. So I need to win. Um, I'll let you give it to me first. Okay. So my bad sales job to you, actually, Austin, you 
uh, created it yourself in our pre-show conversation because I was looking to say, you know, what what can I what can I do? What did I say this morning? Austin, you have to sell us as a group why the college football offseason is so much better than the NFL offseason when it comes to things to talk about, when it comes to all the different features throughout the offseason. So why college football has a no a so much better of an offseason than the NFL. It's going to be a tough sales job. <laughs> um, let me get my timer ready. <clears throat> All right. I am ready when you are. Hmm. <sighs> <clears throat> okay. Ready? Yes. College football actually has a big thing going for it moving forward, and its off-seasons are going to change dramatically and be better than the NFL off-season because of three things. One, high school recruiting. It's always moving. It never stops. You have to keep up with your recruiting for your favorite team. Two, the transfer portal. Same thing. you got to keep recruiting the guys you already signed. Three, name, image, likeness. These guys are going to make things a lot more exciting in the offseason with the products they can endorse. That is why the college season offseason is better than the NFL. Yeah. It's a val valiant effort. <laughs> All right, Zach. You have to tell us why the U.S. Postal Service and mail is the most efficient way of communication. Why the U.S. Postal Service and mail is the most efficient way of communication. I'm getting my clock ready. Ready when you are. And this one does not start with agriculture. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Uh, all right. Okay. Um, Any day now. Most efficient way of communication. Well, it's already structured. I mean, they've been doing this for a long, long time. They are efficient, and it will get there. And it has to be authentic. How much spam email do you get? How much text from random people or phone calls do you get? The most efficient way, a signature is still the way to authenticate what you're trying to say within a courtroom. It still holds a lot of weight, and it is efficient. It runs back and forth, back and forth. Everybody checks their mail. You go outside. You <laughs> check your mail. There's a stamp. It is already Dang. regulated. Uh. <laughs> 
We'll let the comments fly in. Uh, who wins this one? Is it Austin or is it Zach? Is it Austin with the college football offseason is greater than the NFL or Zach with the that the U.S. Postal Service and mail is the most efficient way of communication? All right, let's start counting. Uh, let's see. Sean says Austin. Uh, Chad says Zach. We're one on one. BMO puts me above uh, right there. Jerome puts me up 3 1, 3 2 me, 4 2 me. Four three me, five um, three me. Uh, let's see, Kelkins six three me, seven three me, eight three me, eight four nine four nine uh, ten four. Dom says eleven four. Both sucks. Think, says Dustin. Yeah, I think you'll be I think I won this one. All right, yeah, back in the win column. And as uh, I, I like how. Uh, I like how this question was answered earlier by Ed. He just put the record up there, 10 to 11 to. <laughs> so that was a vote for me. So that's the record now. I have 10 wins. You have 12 wins. We have two ties. Yeah, I hate mail. That was a tough sell yeah, for me. Yeah, that was a personal it, attack towards you. Yeah, so again, to, you play hardball. I, I, my we'll, back was in the corner. I had to come out. I, I had to come out and hit you. I understand. I understand. Yep. I'm going to have to really start uh, – Working on what I got for next week and get back into the, the win column. That's okay. That's okay. If we get to fifteen, uh, if we get to five ties, it's over, and it's a race to fifteen wins. So Zach, it's a it's the best of eight, I guess, right now with Zach. Or back, that's the best of five, really, because you you just got to win three. Yeah, I know, but I, I gotta. That was today was the hardest one of the hardest ones. I had one, I had one botch job because I didn't answer the question. Like you, I, I answered a different question today. I just didn't want to answer it because yeah, I you just didn't have. I it, did yeah. not believe that. All right, guys, great Monday show. Uh, we're gonna have a big week because I'm headed down <clears throat> to Hoover, Alabama. My, I, I was also thinking of like, how can I make a bad sales job about Hoover, Alabama? But I didn't want to go there because. You know, I'm about to be there for two days, right, two and right. a half days. So I don't want to completely dump on people when I'm going to their city. So I'm going to be live at Hoover, Alabama for SEC Media Days. We're going to have a ton of coverage coming out uh, this afternoon, all day tomorrow, Wednesday morning. Then I'll be back Thursday for Titans Thursday. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, hey, Puka says, so no trivia? I I think we'll have some trivia. I mean, what, just but it depends of, on time. We, we, we're going to figure it out. It does depend on time, so we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll just do a whole show of trivia tomorrow. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Uh, but to, uh, I got to drive for like three hours, so uh, let's go ahead and hop off here, get some stuff done, and then I'll be live from Hoover tomorrow morning. So we'll see you guys. Have a good Monday. Adios.